And we're recording. <laughs> Welcome to AA for Entrepreneurs, I guess. All right, here we go. I'm recording too. <clears throat> never, never hurts. So, uh... <laughs> here it is. Uh, we just encountered a huge dilemma. So, yeah. And uh, it was very similar to like being in eighth grade. And you have to write some stupid report on something that you don't even care about. So it's painful. Actually, this isn't like this at all. Every book like, report ever. Yeah. But, you gotta write it, and then you lose everything that you wrote, like three yeah. hours. Minus stuff. the painful part. But, exactly. Yeah. This wasn't painful at all. But, but it pains yeah. me that we lost such... For me, you know, I could take that back to music recording. and I'd be, like, recording a whole song, and then the computer would crash. All that work. All that work. Gone. Sometimes days, weeks, months, years... Decades. I'm not that old. <laughs> you just you never know when mistakes are gonna happen, and you just gotta kind of yeah ride the wave and hope for the best the next time. Like in the moment, right? In the moment they suck, but they they make you good. They, they make, you make you good, you good. And good and tough. I think it adds. It definitely adds a layer of confidence when you when you mess up a lot. You know, I mean, you, you have to have. I guess you have to have some successes in there. <laughs> You can't mess up forever in life. <laughs> like everything you've ever done since you were fifteen is just a mistake. Like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like no, like it. Sometimes shit messes up, and you gotta kind of adjust and make sure that it doesn't mess up by making little adjustments, like making sure your screen doesn't go to sleep and stop your whole recording and cause the program to crash. No, I still see it. It's it. I turn the brightness down oh, so that way when it's charging, <laughs> yeah, it'll actually charge. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how, uh, like, just failing over and over again is so miserable. Uh, I, it reminds me of a quote that I read by Charles Bukowski. He says, if I don't make it as a writer by the time I'm 60, I'll just give it another 20 years. <laughs> and I'm like, I oh, that. man, I love that. Because as an entrepreneur, if you quit, you don't make it. Yeah, seriously. You got to just keep going. Every day is just something goes wrong. Something went wrong. When's the last time something went wrong, like that you can that you can remember? Really, just like fuck this, man. What time is it? Eleven forty. Uh, probably about five hours ago. <laughs> you know, it's like that. I went to the grow room and a fan that's cooling off my light overheats, and my room is all of a sudden ninety degrees, and I gotta figure it out. You know, I. Cause I, the plants will die. Yeah, yeah, the plant cells basically like overheat and kill themselves, you know, just trying to protect themselves. It's weird. Plants are weird like that. And, uh, you know, I had to just turn the intake fan, blow it through the light, ordered a couple fans and, you know, grit your teeth and bear, you know. Yeah, you like this. I ordered two because now I have a backup, you know. Boom. And that's learning. Yeah. That's learning like, hey, listen, if this ever happens, it sucks, but here's how to overcome it right so just like if if the phone ever dies again now we got another recording yes i would laugh if yours didn't <laughs> stop right, recording it's, it's off it's just <laughs> nope like we didn't really we really didn't learn we failed again but you know what are we gonna quit now nah. nah, i might go to bed after the third time <laughs> i might be like i might right you've been going what time did you wake up you've been going all day six six yeah i got out of bed at like six thirty, seven o'clock and just going all just day. Grinding. Yeah. Just grinding all day. You get so tired. 
You know, like, I was actually... Do you, do you... Am I the only person in the world, I wake up in the morning and immediately my brain is on a hundred? Like, I'm immediately thinking of all the ideas I'm thinking for today, like, and, like, just adding on to what I want to do for the day and different... Like, the second I wake up, I'm so, on a hundred. That's awesome. That's why, like, I wake up at 6 a.m. sometimes, like I did today. Because you're ready to go. I set an alarm for 7. I, I woke up at 6, and I was like could get up i'll just try to sleep for an hour and then i toss and turn for 40 minutes and get up like i just wasted 40 minutes of my day right you know yeah i mean it's brutal life in an entrepreneur can be brutal sometimes you know i've been since i found out that courtney was pregnant like two months ago i've been literally putting in like 12 to 18 hour days every day because you get skin in the game now yeah yeah, now like, it's like... It's not even just you. Yeah. That's huge. Now it's like, okay, we're motivator. living at the in-laws' house, saving for a house, and, and building businesses. Oh, well, this real thing just happened. We need a, we need a house ASAP, you yeah. know? like, and, and having a house will definitely help with my businesses, too, because, you know, having a grow room in my house where I live and can always tend to is going to be a whole different story. Huge. Whole different story. Huge, because now you can... And you'll save so much time. Yeah. You don't know commuting, right? If something goes on, this. My commute is... (laughs) Stretch. Yeah. All right, guess we're going to see the plants. It's not like something goes wrong on Mars and there's like a 20-minute buffering. Right. Right. Right? You can just kind of do it right away and handle the issue. So that all that hard work of growing plants, because you really need to... You need to nurse them. Right? And that's a lot of work. And that can just... One day. One hour. One gone. hour, literally. One hour, everything can be gone. mistake. It's so painful. But, like, you know what? you got to keep grinding every day. You got up at 6 o'clock, and now it's pushing midnight. You need to just be on it all day. Sometimes you get those feelings of, like, man, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, everything in your body's just screaming. Just sit down. You said something about that earlier, right? Yeah, that happened yeah, to you today, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> like, same thing. Like, this was my, today was my fourth farmer's market. In a row, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <clears> Thursday? No, this week. But I do other stuff. But it's only the, the fifth day of the week, so you worked for uh, the five at the mar- farmer's market, right? Yeah, I get a harvest thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's, it's just tiring, right? Yeah. Excuse me. And uh, today was one of those days, like, everything was telling me convincing me just don't do it do something else but I'm like no this is the most important market you have that, that quiet voice like no don't listen to them assholes do it yeah like it was <laughs> like a, one of those parrots on my shoulder <laughs> telling me but never once did I accept it mm-hmm. I'm just it's kind of like in the background and you just ignore it when you first went there did you kind of have a bad attitude towards it like, not at all no you, nope. you went 50, forward embracing it 50% was just I think the hardest part was just putting on my shoes and going outside to harvest. Once I was out there, I was in my element. I was harvesting, I was packing. And then I got to the market and I fell right into place. I fell right in and started doing my thing. And then, and then about midway through, the lady that was next to me, she was a new vendor, I'd never seen her before, walks over with a smile on her face and she says, uh, 
hey, my name is so-and-so, and, -so and I, I'm the market manager for uh, Kingston Market. And apparently, Kingston, is that's a big market. Like, they've got 40 vendors. All the markets that I'm at right now have three to ten tops. So wow. that is like, that is a huge leap. Jump. Yeah. That is a that well, is a jump in the So that's going to force you to kind of go back to your beginning days of it, right? Starting with just a canvas on a table with a tent. <laughs> yeah, well, like, the thing is, like, she was, like, pushing me to join this. It's not even, like, that she was just the manager. She came to, like, I know who you are, and we really like your produce, and we want you to sell it here. Like, that was huge did for they, me. Then, did they say where they found you from? Um, no, she didn't mention it. She actually, did she? She said something about uh, someone from CMAP. It's, I think it's a company. It's the, the organization. I think they were talking amongst each other in the organization, and that's what led her to me. But, like, that never would have happened if I had said, no, I'm just going to let this voice win, and I'm going to sit down. I'm not going to do anything. I didn't, no, you can't do that. You just got to go. Nope. You just got to go do it. And, um... Yeah, one day, like, and it doesn't even matter if you have everything perfect. Just, like, you can be bare bones. Yeah. You don't need a studio to do a podcast. Yeah. You can be doing a podcast on a soft child's table. Right? In, you could. In a kid's room. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We use what you got. Yeah. Like, you, you could... You could be all day thinking, oh, well, I need to have it this way, I need to have it that way. But you're not going to get anything done. It's just, just going to be thinking, oh, I need to make it perfect. Like, my first farmer's market, I've probably had uh, four a week, every week for the past three months, whatever the math is on that. And my first market, all I had was a table and a burlap cloth. It's 48, cloth. It's 48 markets, by the way. 48 markets. <laughs> Congratulations, so one, you're about to hit 50 markets. <laughs> 1 to 50. Uh, now it's different, but like at the time, I never would have gone. I, like, I didn't have anything. I just showed up with bare bones, and then I realized, oh, I should really get a sign for my business. Everyone's asking me, who are you? What are you doing? I got a sign. Uh, I should really work on the display of, instead of just having 20 bags on a table, <laughs> maybe I should have some like boxes. Yeah. Right? And now, 48 later, I've got <laughs> these boxes that are like with false bottoms so that you can you can put lettuce on top and it looks like there's like three bags, three layers of bags underneath it. So so you just make like a mountain of of salad mix bags. And that goes on the whole the whole principle of uh pilot high, watch it fly. Is is what they say. But like I never would have really known that had I not went out and just did it let it happen organically yep yeah just do it well what does Gary V say all the time he's put out content yeah content 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 just content. do it just get it done do you consider your first farmer's market a mistake like do you think that there's anything you could have done differently to not show up with just a burlap tablecloth and well knowing what I know now I would show up how I show up to every market Today. How do you think you could have found that out though? Farmers markets are tough. Like you could, I guess, you could have scoped some out. Well, I could, I could have had a, I could have done more research and found more mentors, or uh, really did everything 
have been more prepared, but I procrastinate. I'm a, I'm a human, you know. Yep. Like sometimes yep. you do yep. fall into those. We all do. Those traps where you're like, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Your body's just like slow down for a second. All right, go. <laughs> yeah, and then you need those. Like you need a bad breakup every once in a while because when you come out of that depression, you're like inspired. Right, you ride that wave of inspiration for months, and you like get stuff done. It's important to, to be lazy every once in a while, but just don't get stuck there. Yeah, I and think that's, that's very important. That's life, man. That's that's being, you know, entrepreneur. That's crazy. Or a wannabe entrepreneur. No, 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 no. You're definitely an entrepreneur. I, I consider an entrepreneur anybody that's even considering wanting to work for themselves because just getting to that point in your life I feel like is such a a a, a goal I think it because it's it's hard to get to that mindset of like you know what maybe I could survive without this 9 to 5 maybe I can do it maybe I can just do this completely on my own build up a business from something that I actually enjoy doing instead right. of making somebody else filthy rich Right. You know, I think back to all my days in sales and I would be making like $20,000 in gross profit and I would get like $1,000 of that. And I'm like, wow, that'd be cool to get the 20000 <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> That'd be much better. Make it 20000 a month. That'd be awesome. And I just started building from there like little small things. And, and <clears throat> I think that's what it's all about is just starting somewhere. My first entrepreneurship, I guess, would be like my music. That's yeah, like definitely. something I never really even realized would would help me so much with business, you know, like almost everything I I've done for music is correlating into what I'm doing for business on marketing. So if you could do music all over again, knowing what you know now, what would you do? Oh my god, I'd, I wouldn't like how, be Wait, let's let's like backtrack to like your first day making music? Yeah, like your first real kind of like song I cared about releasing to the public. Yeah, like what did you do wrong with it? What would you do? What did you do different? How did you change it? How did you improve it? I think for the first eight years of my making music, I was way too stubborn to listen to anybody that told me to make any kind of changes or would try to help me create more of like a mainstream sounding song like I wanted to be like an underground rap artist you know like I, I was yeah. stuck in that ignorance of like I can't expand past this this is me and now like looking at the music I make and listening to some of the songs I've made I'm like damn I'm singing on shit it's crazy leaps like leaps, leaps and, and bounds. bounds like I, I would have made fun made fun of myself like <laughs> 10 years ago maybe not 10 years ago probably like 14 years ago that's how long I've been making music but like it's it's crazy and now I don't really even put it out you know like I don't even have the time to go to a studio and sit there and record and mix and master and then go back to the studio to fix it and you know it's right. it's such a process like when I had my own studio up and running in Colorado it was different but now that I'm living with the in-laws in a small bedroom, saving up for my own house, it's... You're patient. You're being patient. very patient. I'm writing, but I'm not writing too much. I'm writing when uh, it feels like I need to. You're focusing on other things right now. Yeah. And guaranteed, like, when <clears throat> things start picking up, and financially things are more stable, 
you'll absolutely revert back to that artist. Yeah, and everything I've released so far, like on Apple Music, Spotify, everything, it's there forever. You know, so so everything I release is just piling on top of that. Like, I know it's not it's not huge. It's definitely one of one of it's it's a small win for me for sure. But I got five hundred plays on a song on Spotify, which is kind of cool. Nice, because typically like it takes me two years to get that on Apple Music or Spotify. Like, there's not that many people listening to my music. I, I have a few fans, like, I won't even announce stuff. I'm just like, here's some new music, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. and people just find it on their own. And I have a few leftover people that are just listening and are core fans. And, you know, we hit 500 plays on just it's 420, so three months. <laughs> nice, it's not man. terrible. I mean, yeah, I would like that to day. be 500,000. And, and <coughs> one day? With my music, it's tough. It's very tough because... It's a hard field. <clears throat> I've had thousands of plays, you know. <clears throat> yeah, I remember seeing you at, you perform in uh, Denver. That was cool, man. Oh, yeah, you I did remember, come to a show. Yeah, I remember you going... Uh, I'm from Boston, and I was in the crowd. I was I didn't fit in. I had, like, cargo shorts on or something. And I just remember saying... Everybody's dressed so cool out there, I feel like. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Like, We're just... I don't know. And uh, I just remember hearing you saying, from Boston, I went, Woo! Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Like, some guy go, I don't know, I don't know. He goes, fuck Boston. Everybody cheered. Huh. It was just like one of those, uh, like, oh shit. Well, like, he's just being, like, funny. Like, that. Yeah. it was funny. I wasn't expecting that. I, yeah. I laughed. Like it was a, it was just so it was so fun. It was so much. Uh, Which venue was that? Was that I at the don't bakery? Remember. I remember we walked around a lot. Yeah, it, it was, was probably, no, no, it wasn't a bakery. It, it seemed like. A, it was called the. There was a venue called the bakery. Oh, was it? Yeah. Did it look like a? I couldn't even. I don't even think I could describe it. When you walk in, there's a little square table to the left, and then you keep walking, and there's just open floor and a stage that's about four feet tall. Yeah, 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 that was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And outside, there's like a, a a deck, a cement deck type of thing, like it's raised. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it looked like a loading dock. Yep, yep. Of, yeah, yeah, that was it, the bakery. That's what it's called. That was so much fun. I love that venue, like it was great, it was just so grunge, under, underground, and just, yeah. it, the, the sound was great, and the crowd was always great there, like it was a decent crowd. I miss Denver a lot. I miss Denver. Yeah, Colorado's beautiful. <clears throat> it definitely made me who I was. I remember that was, like, really when we kind of became, like, real friends was when you came out to Colorado and you stayed with us for was it two nights or one two, night? Two nights. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that was definitely an experience, like, just being able to talk to somebody in an environment that isn't a party. <laughs> we had basically only seen each other at parties, and, and I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, I like his, I like his mindset. Like, something about you just clicked, and I was like, all right. Yeah, it's Pay just, attention to this kid, <laughs> you know, like, it's just here the, we are. You never want to settle. All right, so you're always... Like almost like searching for discomfort. Yeah. Because we, when you get comfortable, then there's no growth. Yep. And that's what. It's big about being. Being in that mindset, thinking. All right, I, I do like my job. 
but it's a struggle mm -hmm. waking up. I don't want to wake up having to do things. Right. I so much prefer waking up wanting to do them. You know what's crazy? Even when you are are doing the business that you want to do, you still have to wake up and do things you have to do. Right. There's still there's <laughs> always, always that catch twenty two. Like you never lose it. Like, yeah. You think you lose that when you lose one out of five, but it's really like a you you're your own boss, so only you can be like, Hey stupid, you were twenty minutes later than you were supposed to be. What are you doing? Let's go. Right. You know, and you're watching watching YouTube, like really? <laughs> You're late scrolling because you're Facebook watching because, YouTube. <laughs> like, because yeah. that's the only thing I wanted to do then. I wanted to distract my mind. <coughs> but you know what? At the end of the day, you were only a little bit late. You were there. Yeah. And that's that's the most important thing. It's like you just you understand that it's got to be done. Yeah. But then I think about going back to waking up at six and laying there till six forty. Those those forty minutes, I could have done twenty minutes early. Right. You can get a bed. lot done in 40 minutes. Yeah. Shit ton. And if you're getting up at 6, when I get up at 6, I'm like getting up and I'm going. You know what I mean? Like, I get motivated and try to just keep that running throughout the whole day as much as possible. It's hard. It's hard. It's a very difficult thing to do. Like, every, it's, it won't happen every day. There's, no. there's days you wake up and you're like, fuck this. There's peaks and troughs. Why am I not in bed? Uh, my girlfriend's gonna be sleeping till nine a.m. I want to do that. I want to sleep till nine a.m. with her. Yeah. <laughs> but nope. I'm gonna get up, shower, eat breakfast, get going, <clears throat> get things done. You. Yep. Because that's all you get to do. You get to get things done. You get to do shit, and then you die. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we. Basically, our our own makers of our destiny. You know, like we we control everything that happens in our life, whether we like it or not. Yeah, because no one's gonna do it for you, right? Yeah. So all those problems that you face, all the failure, you gotta you gotta deal with it. And it, that that goes on what we were talking about earlier. It makes you stronger. Yeah. That's so important. It's so important to fail. Yeah, screwing up. Well, not even really screwing up. The app just crashed three times when we were recording this podcast, and now yeah. we got it down. Yeah, we still got, still go, move forward. Disheartening. We're exhausted. Sometimes. You know, it's been a long day. Yeah, and tomorrow. I'm still fired up, though. I don't understand. I'm probably going to not sleep well tonight. <laughs> yeah. Be thinking of all the ideas. I think the, the last warp tour in Taunton tomorrow, or Mansfield. So I'm actually not even... I'm taking a break. Tomorrow right. I'm taking a break. Nice. I'm going to a concert. Going to a mosh pit. <clears throat> yeah, I've never been. you never been? No. Warp tour? Yeah. I heard that you want to take a shower afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like 90 degrees and humid. Oh. Like, we just had a lot of rain here. Yeah. And it's been, it's been super humid. Like, to the point where it's, like, heavy. Yeah. It's hard to breathe. You don't sweat well because the air is so... You don't know if it's sweat or humidity. <laughs> yeah. I heard somebody say, like, they they evolved past the point of sweating and there was just a, a constant mist surrounding them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to enjoy that shower. And what is it about, <laughs> like, going, being uncomfortable, and then it just makes that shower so nice. 
Or like if you're super hungry, <clears throat> you don't eat for two days. Yeah. Let's say you're doing a fast, like you're training mental toughness. I've never not eaten for two days. And then <laughs> one day. You know, and then that days. day that you actually eat, oh my god! Or if you go on like a really long run or bike ride and you burn ten thousand calories, so like your body's like feeding for food. Feed me. And then you eat, and it's like this is the best leftover taco that I've ever eaten. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. One time uh, I was in school and I was studying uh, medical laboratory science and we had this like project thing that you had to collect your urine for 24 hours. And every year prior, the teacher, the, all the professors were like, so every year the, the guys do like a pissing contest and they see who can piss the most. And I'm just like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm like, let's, all right. And I like turn to the my friends in the room they were like we were the only guys I'm like let's see who can piss the least <laughs> and uh and we were all like alright let's do it so like I wanted to win so what I did was <laughs> I like worked out really hard so I was like sweating I obviously stopped drinking I stopped eating anything that had water I went to a sauna and I would I would eat really really hot peppers because like sweating in a sauna and then like my mouth would start drooling so like that's water I'm losing yeah. and I would like I did this heavy man heavy for maybe 16 hours and I remember like waking up in the middle of the night and I would I, I sat up on my bed put my feet on the floor and went to stand up and I got so lightheaded that <laughs> I nearly fell to my knees <laughs> like I was I was dreaming about um, water pineapples oh <laughs> yeah or like watermelons or something like that and i'm like I thought you're gonna be like spongebob like, and then, yeah and i was like holy shit and i'm not i'm not smart but i knew that i got lightheaded because my blood was too thick it was like uh something was going on with my blood pressure dropped <clears throat> so i'm like this is fucked up i'm gonna go downstairs and uh i walked downstairs opened my fridge and i i had this pineapple a chunk it was already cubed in this plastic dish and I grabbed it with my fingers and I plopped it in my mouth and it was like angels were singing <laughs> like it was the most amazing thing that I've ever eaten and it was in that moment that I just thought uh, I'm never going to take advantage of water again like imagine there's people that are dehydrated like that all the time yeah. like they can't get water yeah. like oh my god I'm not going to let water just waste it. What do you mean? Like, that glass is half full. You're going to dump that into the sink? Like, oh, my God, I can't. Well, yeah, after, after, after experiencing that kind of, like, whoa. And that's so short-term compared to, like, what people face, like, if they're actually, like, facing a situation where they're dehydrated all the time. Yeah, like, they, they don't even no have a, a real-life expectation of whether or not they're going to be alive on Christmas Eve. It's officially the 27th. Happy 27th, everybody. I'm excited about it. another day. It's a good way to start the day, actually. Right? <laughs> right? Start the Get day the like this, done. and then wake up seven hours later in the day, and, and keep it going. Go to mosh pits. You're going to go to a mosh pit. Yeah, this, doesn't, this doesn't happen often. I'm usually working all the time. Yeah. You need, to, you need to give yourself a break, because if you don't, you'll go insane. Usually by the time I, I take a day to go somewhere, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I just yeah. want to relax. Yeah, you just want like you time, and you know the thing is like even when you give yourself okay, you've been working three months straight, but here you go, take a break. 
I don't know if this happens to other people, but I get depressed. If I give in, even though it's like, you deserve it, just take a break. I get depressed, man. I'm like, I lost that whole day. I didn't get anything done. I'm going to be driving home tomorrow night thinking, I shouldn't have done that, man. Now all of my comp competitors are one day ahead of me. What, did, what have I done? And this is, I'm going to lose sleep over it. I already, and I already know it, but I gotta go. I gotta go. It's, it's important because after afterwards you start thinking, "Oh, I'm glad I went." Yeah. You, you you get fed. A month later, when you get another break, you're like, "Oh, that, you know what? I really did appreciate that mosh pit." <laughs> I, I remember um, back in like 2017, I was really listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, and it was during like the 2017 Flip Challenge, and it was February, and I'm like, you know what? This guy is inspiring as fuck. And I'm going to try it. So I started flipping things. I'd buy them on Let Go and Facebook Marketplace. Yard sales. I thrived in yard sales. Every day I was out. If I wasn't at yard sales finding things and looking mm -hmm. them up, I was either working my 40-hour job or looking up on Facebook, finding yep. things. And I'd buy them and set up uh, appointments. Like, all right, I'm going to go pick it up. And then you sell it. And I did that for like until August, and then I decided, all right, I'm going to take a break. So I went to Martha's Vineyard, and I just bought a ticket, a boat ticket to like a small island off of Massachusetts, you know. And um, I bought a brought a one of those black and white marbled journals with me and a pen, some trail mix. That's it, nothing. I had no reservations. The island's wicked expensive. I didn't bring a bunch of money and exact college rules <laughs> just pulled out the notebook that's where I have my, my podcast notes in same exact notebook he's talking about what yeah, I used to write all my know, poetry I, and rhymes in I sat <sighs> on a park bench and I said this was a break right mm. break from all that work I'm not I don't want to do this anymore and I wasn't referring to the arbitrage I didn't want to do my 40 hour job and it was killing me mm. So the, the Monday, I went back to work. I told my manager that I wanted to go to 24 hours. And then that's what I did. So now I'm at 24 hours. And it, it's been a, almost a year. That's awesome. How, how, I've taken a break. How long do you think it was... Well, when do you, when do you think you had the first thought of... I'm gonna go part time. Was it that was, was it that it. flip challenge? It was never before in your life you never thought like. I I, yeah, you know what? I guess, I I've always known. Or let me put it this way. With every job that I've had, and I've had quite a few, like those the, the low pay low paying jobs, going up through high school, working your way, getting yeah, getting yeah. skills, and and you realize like, oh, I can't do this job. I just you you hate going to work. You go you drive to work five minutes earlier so that you can hold your steering wheel and just scream <laughs> <laughs> right? you don't want to be early to work you just want to be early to scream yeah, yeah like fuck this man you just know that you can't do it so then I've always attributed like I can't do this job I can't do this job and then I'd go to the next job and I'd do something okay this is a little bit closer to what I am passionate about and then you realize you do it for a little while like I can't do this this is killing me I can't do this I can't do this and then I got to a point where I was studying uh, my bachelor's in medical laboratory science. And uh, I just said, if there is anything 
any job that I can actually have, it's going to be this. I can't do anything else. I can't, I cannot envision myself working in any other way, but my brain was still thinking inside of that, that box that the government or whoever society puts you in. And I graduated and I worked as a medical laboratory scientist for about a year, year and a half. And even working, working the 40 hours, I'm like, I can't do this. This is the only, this, I told myself if there, if I couldn't do this, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. And then Gary V came along and he's like, you can make some money. You, if you need 500 bucks, there's 500 bucks in your house right now. Sell it. Do you really need that third pair of shoes or whatever he, whatever he said? And I'm like, wow, that is, there's some weight in those sentences. So he's like, all right, I got 40 hours of responsibility in this job. In all that other time, I don't need a relationship. I get work done. Yep. This is what I can do. I started working hard. And then through that, I realized that's when I started thinking, maybe I really can go part-time. That's what gave me the confidence to sit on that park bench and say, I don't need that full-time job. Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. When, when did you really have that moment like, I can't do full-time? I can't spend 40 hours every um, single week. I feel like I always felt that way at every job. Like, I always had that I should be the boss job. Yeah. You know, like, I always felt like I was a, a rep doing the manager's job for them, and I was always getting underpaid, you know. That's, and I, But I think, like, when it finally, like, clicked is when I was out in Colorado, just being, like, a regional sales trainer, basically, I was, like, making pretty good money. Like, I have a fairly easy job. Like, it's not that stressful. They expect things out of me, but what they expect is not hard for me to do. And, uh, you know, again, I'm making $100,000 for them and getting 3000 of it. So it's like, wow, I could be making 100000 And then when I opened the studio, it was like short-lived, but it was just like the final spark that was like, you could do this on your own. You know what I mean? There's... What kind of studio was it? Music studio, recording studio, mix master, engineer, pictures, videos. It was like... That's why it was called 100 Zone because it was the... You could do everything there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I, I still run with that. That's still... All my businesses are going to be under 100 Zone Inc. It's... It's my branding, you know, I like, I love it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I still you. have the poster in my room, you know, like from the studio. And yeah, it was like my, my pilot, Yeah, my pilot knew. episode. Yeah. Kind of, you know, I mean, I, I made like the deodorants and stuff, but, and that was kind of like dipping my toe. The studio, Just trying it out. The studio was like getting on the float. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and now uh, getting into the cannabis industry is like you coming up underneath me and flipping me off the float into the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a it's a whole different, whole different ball game. It's like coming out of the ash as a phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I rise out of the water as a. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here's a new. How do I make this work? Yep. Cool down. With the weather we've had lately, sitting on the float, I would probably be hot. <laughs> so, <laughs> You flip me off, I yeah. come out emerging a cool down person renewed. <laughs> yeah. Ready to fend off the sharks. 
ready to fight off any kind of X-Men. What? Wrong Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was, uh, that, was a, that was our first podcast. Wow. Uh, that sounded pretty good, I think. Probably. I yeah. don't know. You know, I'm just grateful for everybody who's still listening. If you're listening, you're a warrior and a savage and a saint and I love a you. beautiful person. And uh, it's 12, 12 a.m. in Massachusetts. I'm so mad we could rise. I, <laughs> I say goodbye to my friends for like 10 minutes. It's pretty good. It's, it's, uh, it's like uh, when you're a kid and you're like, I don't want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still like right. that. Like, I could work. Right. Yeah, exactly. I could work. What if I worked until I just fell asleep from exhaustion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, wait. Never mind. So, yeah, we'll be back. When when are we gonna be back? Soon. Soon. I like it. I like soon. And uh, I got something to tell you guys next week, so make sure you tune in. <laughs> I can't wait. It's a hook. <laughs> Take did, it, did it work? Yeah, it worked. Beast.